0: Why are the playoffs
2: better at Boston pizza? Because we've optimized our sports bar experience by studying in-depth fanalytics, starting with our new BP wing ribs, currently leading all apps in wings above replacement and deep fried pickle wedges, an early favorite for the unanimous number one overall pickle. And of course the advanced stats, darling and leader in pints per game, the new beer Mosa catch the playoffs at Boston pizza
1: powered by fanalytics. Bye. <smart noise>
3: What's up, everyone? How you doing tonight? Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. I'm Connor Hallie. That was a dumb question. I know how you're doing tonight. The Edmonton Oilers, what a comeback. Probably could not have started any worse for this team in that first period. The LA Kings were absolutely running the Oilers show. We saw it for a brief period in the third period as well. But the Edmonton Oilers, knowing just how important that game was, they lose that game, it's probably over. But the Edmonton Oilers find a way to dig deep. Leon Dry sells some clutch goals. Zach Hyman, my goodness, I was going to come on here and be very critical of the man, but scoring the overtime winner totally redeems himself. We'll get to that and a whole lot more here on the show. We see you on Facebook. uh, Jay, Josh, Nathan, Clayton, Corey, David, Jessica, Bob, Jeffrey, everyone fired up. Tons of comments. Let's try to get to like 200 comments here on Facebook. You guys blow that chat up on YouTube. I see Kylie. I see Bacon Cow. I see Fighting Amish, Jenna, Stephen, Rusty, Greg. We got Patrick, Cheryl, Joe Coffee, Tony. If I repeat your name, I don't even apologize. This is awesome. The Edmonton Oilers, a great game tonight. And uh, I was called out on Twitter tonight by a friend of the show, a friend who jumps in every once in a while, Angel Sandoval. Sorry man, I didn't mean to ignore you on the YouTube chat. This gets a little bit crazy sometimes. Thank you for tuning in and being a good sport. I know we're going to have a lot of fun for the remainder of the series. He is a Kings fan. Uh one of the good ones. One of the good ones because I don't think we're going to get those trolls up in the chat here tonight. Uh of course, we will be joined by Liam in a couple minutes here with the Banana Man. We'll see what he's thinking. How uh, how is the stress going? I mean, I, I can only assume he had six to eight bananas on a night like this. It was uh, quite the stressful game. Uh, you know, the Oilers go down 3 nothing after 20 minutes. They fight back into it. And then Matt Roy, I mean, a guy who I would assume a lot of us would not have predicted getting on the score sheet in the fashion that he did. Nice goal. I mean, the Oilers at times just looked uh, quite bad. So uh, we'll get to the good, the bad, the We we'll start things off here. As a uh, half the time we do, you know, we've got Gavin, the producer. Uh, he's going to join me for the good, the bad, the oily. Just watching our group chat right now, making sure things are okay. Uh, but let's do it. Let's uh, let's try to get to it here. I don't know who it's going to be. Gavin surprised me. We'll get to the good, the bad, the oily brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. You can visit cornerstoneinsca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use the discount code nation for an exclusive rate. Find out why cornerstone insurance brokers are ranked amongst the best in Alberta. That's cornerstone insurance. All right. I think we're going to bring him in. Liam, Liam, uh, you rushed home to get <laughs> on here. Uh, we appreciate that. I like the Jersey. Uh, who who's Jersey rocking there?
4: I'll show you. Could
3: it be? Oh, <laughs> hey, he played double-digit minutes in uh, Carolina's victory tonight. Uh, shout out to the former Oiler, uh, Taylor Hall. A couple goals, another former Oiler, but we won't talk about that right now. The people want to know, Liam, uh, how many bananas tonight?
4: Oh man, I had to have like I think I had four, four, five bananas tonight. Like I had to slow down. Be- well, sorry, I started late because I wasn't, I wasn't stressed in the first period. I was just angry. I yeah. gradually just got better and better, obviously as the game went on. So. That was nice. I am in a, a whole world of rush right now, Connor. It has been. I have to go to my parents' house to watch hockey games, not because I don't have cable, but because I'm incredibly superstitious and I have to keep things the right way. Everyone has to play their role in the playoffs, and I do mine. And they say, where my I? Pull jersey. I eat a ton of bananas, and I watch the Oilers game with my mom and dad and my girlfriend and my dog. So commitment
3: commitment to it i mean that's what everyone has to do whatever everyone was doing in the first period don't do that Mm uh and you know whatever we did in the second keep it up but in the chat facebook youtube hit the like button and uh fire off a banana emoji i want everyone to fire off a banana emoji because it's liam's birthday an hour and 20 minutes so for the banana man uh let's let's get this whole chat going with bananas let's do that all right liam let's get to the good the bad the oily brought to by cornerstone insurance so we got to start off with the good and i mean we almost could have started off with a bad here just to get it out of the way but that's not what this segment's called uh finding life in the second period and you know it it took the power play to spark things get things going a power play goal from Evan Bouchard uh we saw Leon Draisaitl get his fourth and fifth goals of these playoffs i mean the guy's been an absolute weapon the third goal in the power play it was uh oh, sorry third goal for the Oilers on the power play 11 seconds left i was i won't say screaming at the tv but saying gently come on guys a little more let's go let's go a little intensity here uh that's why they're in the NHL and I'm on the couch. They know exactly what they're doing, but just a great third period for the Edmonton Oilers, and I I don't know what was said to that team. I don't know what Jay Woodcroft could have said, but uh, whatever it was, it worked.
4: Yeah, I don't know what he said, but maybe it was just, how about we just play Edmonton Oilers hockey, because (laughs) I don't know what they were doing in that first period, and it it honestly looked like in that first period, they had kind of given up on the game, which was just brutal to see already, but then Yeah, the second period, man, just absolutely gave it to the LA Kings. It it reminded me a little bit of the first game in game one in the first, honestly, probably the first period, right? Where they just really hammered the Kings, almost bullied them around. The Kings weren't quite as bad then. But yeah, whatever was said, like I I was quite surprised though that it was Jack Campbell that came in, but maybe we'll address that later on. But he had a hell of a game too. And just the boys showed up and Evan Bouchard, man, like that kid is just, is just elevate his game to another level. The playoffs really show the the men and the boys, right? And I think Bouchard is, uh, I know we call him dad quite a bit, but man, that guy is, is turning into a, an NHL defenseman who is going to get paid a lot of money one day, and rightfully so with the way he's playing at the moment.
3: You know what? We've just reached 100 messages on Facebook. I think the bananas helped. I'll keep those common. Anything we talk about, share your opinion, because uh, we'll probably throw it up here on the screen. And uh, I, I mean, maybe that means nothing to you, but let's just keep those numbers going up here. Mm-hmm. And 100 percent. I mean, it, it was I mean, probably something that they, they knew they had in them. And it was just yeah. let's get that first goal and go from there and and win the period and get yourself in an opportunity to come out in the third and have a chance, maybe be one shot away. And uh, they certainly did that. Uh, We have to get to the bad. I mean, there's it's unavoidable in this one Uh, team defense. We're going to, we're going to put it that way. I mean, that first period, it it seemed like a King was coming into the slot wide open, uncovered on almost every possession. Like they were just finding ways to get in there. And it, it was, it was, reminiscent of like the old oilers the decade of darkness where it just seems so sloppy um (laughs) hate to do it vinnie d'arney i mean uh, he was a liability out there and and i think that's something he's obviously going to have to work on is that that foot speed uh especially you know maybe the agility getting going quickly, because I think that, you know, the quicker players in the league might look at him as someone who you can take advantage in those circumstances. He only played Mm. uh, seven minutes, 16 seconds. Philip Roberg just played under 10. He got a chance to to step in there and play a little bit better. Um, Another guy who, we certainly felt the wrath of the, the pine was clean cost and who just got the three and a half minutes total on the night. A guy who scored a game winner a couple games ago, but team defense, I, I'm sorry I rambled for so long there, Liam, but it's just not good enough tonight, especially in the no. first
4: period. Sorry, I'm glad you kind of kept doing that because my mic kept falling down and I... <laughs> Out just in time for it to get back on, man. You said it was reminiscence of the old old Oilers. It was reminiscence of the U eighteen players. I just watched all weekend at the Crusaders camp. It was literally <laughs> scrimmage defense. Like it was, it was brutal at times. Like I just don't like. You know what? The was it the first goal? I think it was where it kind of looked like it was Nurse's fault, but I don't think that was fully his fault. Like I think Nurse actually kind of got picked on a little bit too much tonight. errors that were made in the neutral zone and just not ideal overall. So, yeah, it was just not a great night overall for the defense. And I, I think Jay Woodcroft made the correct decision on Vincent Deshane. Like, So this is kind of how it went down, right? Vincent Dejane makes that mistake. He gets spun around, whatever, and then goes out. Then the others go on the penalty kill. And Vincent Dejane out there again, then gets put. And then another goal gets conceded. And it just didn't look good at all and I, I'm you're never glad to see somebody get their ass parked on the bench but I'm glad Philip feel like Broberg was given the opportunity to show what he's capable of and I thought he played very very well overall and it made a bit more sense too because the Oilers needed to attack a little bit more and that's obviously what Broberg's strengths are but I think Broberg like what was it game two he was plus two in four <laughs> minutes
0: of play. Like, yeah
4: that guy, that guy deserved to play but overall the team defense just was lacking to say the least and like Probably almost half of that game, to be honest. So, got to be better if they want to win this series. Because LA's team defense, on the other hand, boy, the Oilers, Oilers got to earn goals. Every single one the Oilers earn is essentially from a good play by them. Like, the only one maybe would be the the Derek Ryan one in game two, where the rebound comes out and he kind of gets a little bit of a greasy rebound there. But besides that, like, there hasn't been one where it's like, you know, that was lucky. Like, the Oilers are having to rip pucks past Corpusella to get anything done here.
3: Yeah, I mean, and Korpisala playing some fantastic hockey. I mean, the, the first goal, if, if you want to blame Nurse, okay. But look at Kyler Yamamoto as well. Yeah. Uh, he kind of lets Villardi go in there. Nurse, I assume, and maybe he shouldn't have assumed. Maybe I shouldn't assume uh, <laughs> that Yamamoto is going to stick with him. Uh, big rebound. Uh, the second goal yeah, D'Arnais gets walked and maybe you want Stuart Skinner to make that save. But, uh, I think Dayarni's got to realize that maybe that's not the smart play there. Uh, the third goal was the power play goal. That was, mm. was that nurse and D'Arnais in front of the net? Just looking. Yeah. Double trouble. Yeah. It was a lot of whiffs <laughs> on that one. And then, uh, yeah, it's so, a, yeah, there, there was guys to be uh, critical of, um, There is one guy I want to talk about later. I've already pumped his tires in previous shows because I love how he's playing in the uh, playoffs so far. And if you watch this show after dark, after every game, you probably know who I'm talking about because he's been awesome. But we'll get to that later. Uh, Let's get to the oily and the oily redemption hour. I got to I'll say this. I had a tweet, Liam. I was going to tweet Zach Hyman has more my minor penalties than points in the playoffs. I delete it. I, I delete it. I'm like, no, I don't want to rip on the guy. He's one of the, like the, the nicest guys on this team, not going to do it. Uh, but he, he has had a tough playoffs, Took a bad penalty in this game and the production hasn't been there as Gavin puts in our chat. He writes children's books. He owns companies. He's an entrepreneur. He's a gamer. And uh, he is a hero tonight for the city of Edmonton as he gets the overtime winner. And, and that's why you have faith in a guy like Zach Hyman. That was unbelievable.
4: Big time players make big time players, Connor. And Evander <laughs> Kane showed up right at the end. Yeah. And Zach Hyman showed up in overtime. And man, did they need them more than ever in those moments? And that's what they paid for those big moments, right? Like you need those guys to to be a presence in this series. And they need more. They they need more from the those two, along with Nugent Hopkins. But for now, the they're the two they're the two reasons why the Oilers are, are not one game away from elimination and heading back home with their home ice advantage, right? So, but man, you just can't rule this team out in any game. And it is the most stressful thing in the world. And that's why I eat bananas for a living. But besides that, like <laughs> this team is just you can't rule them out. Their offense is way too good. And they've been in these moments way too often, which actually isn't a good thing at all. But somehow they managed to to claw their way out of it and Man, if you gotta bet the live bet, you gotta bet the live comeback when the others are down a few in these games. And I, I thought about it, and I just I didn't pull the trigger. But next time, actually, I hope there's never a next time. I hope the others kind of just cruise these next couple of games and just get out of the way. But if there is a next time, I will be betting the comeback. But is this bit every single si- the only game right? Is game two where a team hasn't come from behind? Oh, no, I guess the Oilers game game two as well did just lost the lead a little bit, right? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, because 2-2 two, two, and then, um,
3: yeah, I mean, those are the fun ones. So we talked about it a little bit. So in this game, with three points, Leon Dry settle surpasses Rupe Hintz and Mitchell Marner for points up to nine. They both have eight. And Evan Bouchard now leading the league in points amongst defensemen with Adam Fox who we just passed so I mean for Bouchard that's that's pretty elite company and individuals are having some success uh for the Oilers tonight Jack Campbell 27 to 28 getting into the lineup Uh, Stuart Skinner obviously pulled after 20 minutes he had a Faced 11 shots, 8 goals against. I don't think we're going to put them all on him. Uh, Jonas Corposalo, 42 shots faced. So the Oilers continue to pepper him. He had 37 saves on the night. Uh, I'll tell you what. Why don't we do this? Let's let's make a poll on YouTube. And if you're on Facebook, you can just answer. You can answer on YouTube as well. Give us a, an explanation. But here's the question. Who are you starting in Game 5? Oilers-Kings, Tuesday, 7.30, down at Rogers Place. Seward Skinner wasn't awful, but... Jack Campbell was pretty good. He kept the puck out of the net. Mm-hmm. Skinner was your guy. He, oh, it's, it's a good question. I'm glad I don't have to make it. Uh, the decision uh, on Facebook, I see Campbell, Skinner, Stu, Campbell, Skinner, Stu. Uh, hopping over to YouTube here. I'm sure there's going to be a lot to try to keep up with. Oh, Skinner. Hats off to Campbell. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot coming in here. So let's let's bring in Gavin. And we'll get the the panel going. Uh, But we'll start off with you, Liam. What do you do here?
4: I don't know. And I know that's (laughs) not a good answer, but I don't know. I don't know what you do because Campbell comes in and, man, does that guy look like his body is just an absolute trampoline because – not what well, I did he cover one rebound tonight, it was just the wildest thing I've seen. <laughs> but Stuart Skinner allows three goals again, right? Like it's just it has not been a good series for Stuart Skinner, but I also don't think that you could argue many of them have really been his fault, right? So it's a very tough decision. I got my gut tells me. We're not going to find out till the warm ups, firstly, because Woodcroft just plays these mind games with everyone. I think it'll be Skinner. I truly think it'll be Stuart Skinner between the pipes on, what is it, Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. Seven thirty.
2: Yeah. Uh Gavin, the producer, what do you got? Man, Connor, we were talking before we went live here and we were kind of talking about it. So throughout the whole show so far, I've been thinking about it in my head. Soup, stew, soup, stew, stew, stew. And I keep going back and forth myself, and I'm with Liam. I have no idea who's going to be in between the pipes for game five. Like, who do I want to be in net? I don't even know. Like, obviously Campbell comes in and he, he pulls out that wind force, but like, yeah, you look at throughout the regular season and Stuart Skinner got us to where we are now, but at the same time, it's playoff time. You ride with who's hot. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's Jack Campbell, but I think I'm going to go with my gut as well. And I think Stuart Skinner is going to be in net for game five.
4: C- Campbell, isn't, he's on a pretty good streak to his credit, right? Like yeah. when he, yeah, he really
2: strong. And he had that shutout too. So
4: and a shutout, and I th- mm-hmm. yeah, I mean maybe, but and we know
2: he's, he's like one of the streakiest goalies too in the NHL, right? Throughout his whole yeah. career, showing that he's streaky as hell. So who knows?
4: Jack Cameron were
2: Yes, mm-hmm.
3: former king, right? Yeah, former king. Yeah, I I would love you know Oilers uh, Oilers na- plus. Plus, right? Yeah, they have got that that series that follows them behind the scenes. I'm not watching it yet. I'm saying it for the off season when I need the content. But
2: mm-hmm. I would love to hear that conversation of what's it going to be. Yeah, um, yeah and you I don't know, know if you guys see the poll right now. There's been 151 votes so far. 152 now. 50-50. Right down the <laughs> middle. <laughs> right down the middle. Perfect.
4: That'll help, Woody.
3: <laughs> he's he's gonna watch, take a look at this poll and be like, Thanks, guys. I mean, I, I think I'm probably happy with whoever they decide to start. Uh it's gonna be the right decision. Okay, quickly, we should mention because i am looking on social media here. I see the watch party uh down at Greta. If you're not there tonight and you're watching us, we do appreciate it. But if you're looking for a place to watch the next road game, I think it'll be Thursday no, it won't be Thursday. It's Tuesday then Saturday. Yeah, because we have like that long break. It's Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, So Tuesday then. Yeah, so game six. There will be a game six. If you're looking for a place to watch, I recommend Greta because the party looks unbelievable. The fans there are awesome. Uh reserve your spot now because they're booking up fast, as you can imagine. You can go to GretaBar.com slash book or text 587-418-8507. <clears throat> Gavin, quick with the graphic. And uh, when you're there, there's the pop-up shop. So you can get the shirt. I don't wear it because it would get covered up, but just the camera oil up. It's a nice looking shirt. They've got a black one with the blue. It's beautiful. Um, You can go get that. And if you can't go to the pop-up shop, you can go to nationgear.ca and check it out. Okay. Uh, Let's get back to the game. The defenseman I want to talk about, because I've absolutely loved what he's done. um, Especially, you know, just going... Leroy Jenkins and carrying the puck by himself taking it all the way out uh Brett Kulak a fantastic skater I feel like he's really elevated his game and been a calming presence and someone you can count on because we've seen like we said some tough individual performances on the defensive side I think I has been you know what he is Bouchard's been good uh but Brett Kulak man uh, that <laughs> the the way they re-signed him it's paying off big time right now
4: yeah he's uh He's is he been arguably the Oilers' most reliable defenseman this playoff run so far. Four games in, like he's he's easily the best two way guy. I think like he's been very very strong in his defensive zone. And let's not forget this is a guy who's been playing with Vincent DeHane who didn't play more than half the game today, right? Like he literally sat on the bench and watched. And there's Brett Kulak, and you look what he's done in the past too with a guy like Tyson Berry, and he just he's just one of those guys. I call him a nine to fiver. He goes to work with his pail and he eats his lunch at the appropriate time and he just does what he's there to be paid to do. And he goes home and comes back and does it again tomorrow. And, man, his offensive game is, like, really elevated, too. Like, I know he doesn't have a goal or anything yet, but he's getting, like, a couple of rushes down the ice and having some chances there. And, I mean, the others aren't paying him to do any of that stuff, just keep the puck out of the net. And, yeah, he's he's been unbelievable. Like, if you remember back to last playoffs, too, like, he was <laughs> – very, very strong for the team. And I'm, I'm a big, big Brett Kulak guy. My dad's favorite player. Shout out dad.
3: (laughs) Shout out to your dad (laughs) for being there for you. I don't know. I don't know how old you're turning. How old are you turning?
4: I will be 27 tomorrow. 27 Uh, years ago. He, uh,
3: was just probably so happy, so excited. Happy to uh, his life. Happy to his life. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Um, yeah, we're getting some love for Cody cc as well. I and mean, then yeah, he's been yeah. Uh, uh, pretty good. Also, let me clear my throat here. Uh, Jennifer on Facebook says, what a game. Woohoo!" uh Carl, where's love for Kane? Uh, Carl, we'll get there. I mean, why, oh, yeah, we why don't lot we to go through today? Uh, Evander Kane. He, huge goal we've been kind of been waiting for it. we know we got the empty netter but huge goal for evander kane tonight to tie it up uh, obviously he was going through some sort of injury um but i mean gavin you, we know evander kane's not missing time if he can lace up the skates he's going to be out there
2: yeah exactly and you kind of seen what was that with seven minutes left a trainer comes and talks him over on the bench kind of waving him off like Kane pretty much told him yeah I'm going back out there and it obviously it obviously worked because he made the difference for us and that just shows guts for Evander Kane and that's the type of guy you want on your team and especially in the playoffs he doesn't mind being in a scrum every now and then and he also finds and he also puts a puck in the back of the net too so yeah he showed guts and obviously like you said Connor too he he was he he was obviously battling a little something but you know that was going to keep him out of the lineup tonight especially because like the fact that he's missed time throughout this year too so you know he wants to be out there uh liam what's your dad's
4: name my dad's name is tony
2: oh tony's
3: in the chat oh finally thanks son love you that is a heartwarming (laughs) we're gonna feel good edition of the show tony thank you for joining us tonight and uh you've raised a great young man okay do you guys know did you guys get the leroy jenkins reference Uh, you, you told me your age so you might not I'm a young man. Uh,
2: Yeah. I'm younger than Liam too. I I don't know that one. Okay.
3: Well, I want you guys to head over to YouTube after, after and look up Leroy Jenkins. It's uh, a, maybe the original viral video. I don't know. Uh, please let me know that I'm not the only one that, that, you know, knows Leroy Jenkins here. Uh, Well, let's get to this one here, because I I think we have some Fanalytics brought to you by the Boston Pizza Fanalytics playoff menu. Of course, powered by Fanalytics at Boston Pizza. You can visit your local Boston Pizza to check out their new Fanalytics menu, including new items powered by Fanalytics. I said Fanalytics a lot of times there. Gavin, you got a stat for us, right?
2: Yeah, so I was kind of looking. I was kind of worried that we maybe weren't going to steal this one. So I was kind of looking back throughout the regular season, how many times the Edmonton Oilers were up. Um, we're able to get a winning streak of three or more games, and well, thank God we don't have to worry about that now. But uh, looking back throughout the regular season, the Oilers on five separate occasions were able to secure uh, three game, uh, three game winning streaks. So that was that was kind of worst case scenario. If yes, they don't win, that was the, worst case scenario. They
3: could go on a run. We've seen them do it before. They beat the Kings in two straight to wrap up the regular season. But uh, there you go. That is the. Fanalytics brought to you by Boston Pizza. I can guarantee one of these nights I'm going
2: to be going there uh, to yeah, grab and that. Let's go on that three-game winning streak. Oilers in six. Let's go. Oh,
4: come it's, on! Uh, it's pretty funny. I just keep seeing Leroy in the chat now. That's all like a bunch of people just keep referring to whatever you reference was, Connor. So people going. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll
3: explain it very quickly here. I'll see if I can find the video. So basically, I think it was World of Warcraft. And they're going on. a... I, I didn't play the game, but it was like a hey like a hunt or something. And he's basically explaining, "This is the plan. This is what we're going to do." And then, the, uh, repeating of course, percentage of survival onslaught better than we usually do. We don't have to get uh, nice, out. ready, guys. Let's or? do this. We run! <laughs> and then he just abandons right. and runs in by himself. So that's that's what that was. <coughs> Brett Kulak doing things by himself, going for <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Had to get that one in there because a lot of people are getting it. And I wanted you guys to see uh, game five. As you can see on the screen, there goes Tuesday, 730. That's a nice kind of mix in between start for us. So uh, we'll be on probably around, uh, I don't know, 10 after 10, 10, 15. Unless this game goes to overtime uh, like the others have. Uh, tonight for the Edmonton Oilers, 2-3 for three on the power play. The LA Kings 1-2. for two. Uh, Liam, what did you think of the refs tonight? Uh, I mean, I saw Drew Dowdy go down pretty easy on a play that led to an Oilers goal. Uh, there was a few a few Kings going down quite easy, but uh, five power plays handed out tonight. The Oilers capitalizing. Uh, the Kings going one for two. What did you think tonight? Uh,
4: I guess the Kings like going down easy. I always find it difficult to really judge that kind of stuff, I'll be honest, because... I think sometimes getting whacked with a stick across your ankles can hurt a little bit more than people <laughs> assume. Like, uh, and like, I mean, you look at the Arvidsson one; like, they obviously have a redemption, uh, a reputation. Sorry, from that in Game Three, so maybe that's something the refs were like looking for and not quite calling it against the Kings, but also not calling it for the Kings too. So, I didn't mind that. I think my favorite part about the refs was that I didn't notice them at all. Like, the, I I thought that Kevin Fiala penalty was super weak. Like to me, that is that is <laughs> yep. nothing. So that was nice to see for once for the Oilers. But I think overall like they made a lot of the right decisions. It was the, the over time there was like a little bit of chaos. I actually didn't quite see what it was. Like I think Hyman was involved when his helmet came off and everything. Like I don't know what the penalty was there, but it looked like a Kings player went down, so I don't know if he dove or something too. The only one where I was like, okay, that was a penalty was when Byfield put his stick between McDavid's legs and dragged him out from underneath him in the neutral zone. But besides that, I mean, all we've talked about is the refs for three games straight, and now it was nice to actually talk about a game in which both teams played exceptionally well at times and the skill was actually shown, which is what the Stanley Cup playoffs is supposed to be about. I don't really give a damn what the refs' names are, but somehow (laughs) that's all I saw on Twitter today is what the refs were called, and I don't care. I just want to watch Connor McDavid just dangle Drew Dowdy and beat Corpus and the Oilers move on, but here we are. Yeah.
1: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June.
0: Burrow.com dot com slash acast.
3: I'm with you. I saw screenshots of these refs' faces. I had no idea uh, who they were. Uh, maybe, maybe Kings' Twitter or post game shows are fired up mm-hmm. with the refs, but uh, yeah, it's it's nice that that's not a story. And I'm with you. I thought the uh, Kevin Fiala trip on style was a little bit soft. Uh, I think for Adrian Kempe, I think, I, and I tweeted it. He's lucky <coughs> that that was the circumstance. It was an overtime game yeah. with the Oilers not able to retaliate because of Evander Kane I think would have been he might still be feeding them left that was a dirty play don't like that kind of stuff you see the numbers you follow through uh glad that, the Oilers could make them pay where it mattered
4: that might get looked at that that was a greasy play like that was a clear intent like straight to the numbers on a defensive defenseless player like you look at Kyle Clifford last year and I know it's a little bit different because he used his body rather than his stick but like the Carl Clifford, um, was it last year or the year before, I think, whatever it was, that, that got suspended for like two games, whatever. Like, it's a dangerous play. Like Is he going to get suspended? I would assume no, but hey, if a $5,000 fine showed up on uh, Kempe's step tomorrow morning, I wouldn't be too shocked at that either
3: uh cameron games should not shown in australia so i'm relying on highlights go oilers cameron that's so cool that you're watching in australia mm-hmm. uh technology is amazing you've also got some links in the facebook chat where you can potentially stream games not telling you you should um if you want to do it legally i believe you can purchase like game pass or something but um uh, <gasps> shout out to the people watching around the world if, if you're watching outside of edmonton let us know. Let us know where you're watching from. Uh, that kind of that's cool to me that people tune in from uh, different locations. Uh, we've got someone here saying, "Can we talk about Dayarnay?" Now nah, we we talked about Dayarnay. Just a, yep. a well, pro- probably his worst game as a pro.
4: So sorry, Gavin. You go ahead.
2: No, no. I was just gonna say, and we won, and we won. Like if we lost, like we <laughs> be we be keep pounding that drum over and over about Vinny, but we we squeaked out a win. We squeaked out a win. So I'll leave it at that.
4: I, I think. I think DeHaane should come out of the lineup next game. I'm with for you. the for the reason of Dylan Holloway's here now. Yes, what is he's not here for fun? Like, let's see what he's capable of. You're back on home ice, but then again, like I know the eleven and seven approach has somewhat worked. They are two and one in this series with a eleven and seven approach, but I don't know. Like, clearly, the trust was lost a little bit with Dehane. and do. you like Clem Costin too. Like I was actually quite surprised Clem Shady only played like three minutes or whatever it was. Like I think he was was much of a liability at all, to be honest. I mean, he doesn't play a ton anyway. And I guess that, I guess in that sense too, like the Oilers were chasing the game, but it's just really strange. Like this is a guy who scored a huge goal for you in game (laughs) two, right? Like you'd think you'd have a little bit more confidence for this guy to go out there and do stuff. And does he take stupid penalties? I don't think he's like out there stupidly like tripping guys and slashing guys and stuff. I know the one against Ayafalo on Friday night was a little bit silly to hold him down for that long, but he brings a presence to the game. And I, I do think the Oilers do need that. I understand it tonight because they were chasing a little bit, but when the overtime is going on, I was thinking, I was like, when are they going to bring Clem Costing back off the bench here? Because if you guys remember a few years ago when they played Winnipeg in the first round and got swept, unfortunately, it was Ethan Bear, right? That was the victim of getting benched mm-hmm. the entire game. And then the second overtime came on, he finally got a shift and they scored. So I was just hoping that wouldn't have been the case. And luckily, Hyman scored to just end those series in the first place. But... I'd be I'd be thinking about sitting Dehane on the bench on in the stand. Sorry, grab some Rogers Place popcorn and some Dr. Pepper up there, too.
2: Well, yeah, for I sure. Mean, and and that's the thing with Vinny, too. It's not just game four. He made a couple of mistakes. This has been like like a constant issue now for for the last couple of games <coughs> for Vinny. Right. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, Leon. Like, I I don't think Vinny should be in the lineup next game. And and I'm with you on Kostin, too, man. Like, when he's in the lineup, and we talk about it all the time with uh with Clem. With Once he's in there, he he provides that presence mm-hmm. and and he scored that big goal for us. And like you said, too, in game two. So yeah, I would like to see Clem get a little bit more ice time, but and like and like you and like we just keep saying about Vinny too, these mistakes keep adding up and adding up and adding up. And like now it's really starting to show that is hit that his <laughs> NHL experience is kind of coming back to haunt him a little bit uh, after he like you caught lighting in a bottle earlier in the season.
3: Yeah, I guess to play devil's advocate, at least next game you would have last change and you could try for the matchups at least, but yeah, I would have no issue with him sitting out a game, uh, maybe two games. And you know, if the Oilers do go on a run, there's going to be a point where you need them. Right. So oh, I, sure. I think I, it would be an opportunity.
2: And it's not like we don't have size on our blue line either. If Vinny doesn't draw into the lineup, right? Like it's not like, it's <gasps> not like we don't have that. We don't have that size on the defense like that Vinny provides us. So I still think we'll be okay. Even with him out of a lineup
3: okay uh, i just want to get to these because it's kind of cool so i said outside of edmonton so spruce grove yet counts but we've got andrew from lethbridge jennifer from saskatoon we have jessica in sydney um going over to youtube here it's pretty wild this blows my mind that people watch all over the place so we've got bonnieville uh we've got psych psychos 15 from the san francisco bay area uh, patrick's in regina we've got another person may soon Regina, Mason, I kind of butchered that one. Uh, Odin's tuning in from North Korea.
4: Really? I don't
2: believe you. Odin. Old, old
0: <laughs> we saw I, don't, I don't think
3: you can watch outside, uh, <laughs> outside media. <laughs> we saw someone from South Korea who's going to Japan tomorrow. Sorry, lots of people here. Victoria BC, uh, Fort Vermilion, Mojave Desert, California, Canadian in Brazil, Arizona, Kelowna. Checking in from Winnipeg. We've got San Diego. Hey, oh chargers and unless you hate the chargers then you probably don't care uh massachusetts we've got the, the quiet desolation of calgary that's kate uh atlanta georgia the atl we've got germany man that's cool i just wanted to get to that one okay that's so awesome. let It's awesome that you guys are tuning in tonight watching. The bad news is that you can't go to Oodle Noodle locations in Edmonton and pick up noodles and an Older's Nation sticker. Now, for the rest of you, if you are, I highly recommend you do so tomorrow. Go get some Celebration Noodles, get your sticker, throw it on your car. It's at every Oodle Noodle location in the city of Edmonton. Also, nationgear.ca. If you live outside of the town and you want to grab that shirt or any other of some of the great things that they have with the nation gear crew check it out nationgear.ca and uh yeah this has been a fun show you guys so far uh lots of things we could continually get to here. Did Did you think the – you talked about Botfield there, the play on McDavid. Uh, I, I tweeted it out there. I thought, you know, I'm okay if the refs are going to swallow their whistles there. Yeah. It's the playoffs. It's not the standard we've seen. But, uh, Liam, what did you think of that play?
4: I mean, it's a greasy play, but I am also not, like, upset the refs didn't call it too much because, like you said, like they let them play there wasn't a ton of power. I know the odd deal is get three power plays. I think the Kings got two. Like, I think as, I think that's good. Like this, these teams are both very, very good. I think, and I, I've been a victim of this too. Like I've underestimated the LA Kings and these teams, it's just a very fun series to watch. And obviously we have, we have a dog in the fight in the Oilers, but from a try and pull yourself back a little bit, like the refs need to stay out of this. And yeah, I'm, I'm good with that not getting called. Uh, especially, like, the game, it didn't get out of hand by any means because that was called, right? Obviously, the scrum's here and now. Like, the worst penalty of the game was called when Kempe buried Bouchard. So, you got the right ones, and that's what matters. Okay, also, Rogan's in Edmonton,
3: 124th Street, shout out. Uh, <laughs> Matt from Kelowna, we have Leonardo, Argentina represent, currently 2AM. I wonder... Dumb question. No, I was going to say, I wonder what's the bigger party: the Oilers winning tonight or the World Cup? But that is a stupid question. That's stupid Oilers. thought. <laughs> Oilers yet. <yeah, duh. laughs> White Horse, Yukon. We've got another one from the Yukon, Calgary. The Great Greta Party. Uh, Ravina says in South Korea Car- or South Korea, you can listen to games. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. DJ nine savvy jasper alberta berlin Northside edmonton uh tony's checking in from the moon i like to hear that okotoks uh psychos 15 says Chargers are in la i know but my fandom began when they were in san Diego, Remaned. so i i've got that part uh coquitlam <laughs> ecuador fort francis ontario um calgary yeah man i I mean this is cool i've never i don't know if i've asked people i'm sure i I have but it's cool to see that people are watching from all over the world we do appreciate it make sure you hit that like Mm -hmm. button uh someone asks about the uh the leduc oodle noodle location There's only one way to find out go get some noodles take a look see what you got there (laughs) Uh, yeah they got noodles (laughs) i mean you're you're winning for going there it's it's gonna work out um now who do you think is having a better time the people down at greta Sunday Funday, or Yuramchuk, Bank Milk, and Jay in LA watching that game. It's got to be close.
4: I mean, I think the people in Greta were absolutely buzzing. I mean, just being in the atmosphere, just around Oilers fans is is crazy. I've only ever watched one road game of the Oilers, and that's when we went on the nation vacation, thanks to AMA travel uh, to Vegas, and Man, that was awesome. And the best part about it was the Vegas fans just getting so pissy after the game <laughs> that we had won. So I love that. I think uh, I I think they would have took their lickings on Friday night, Bag Milk, Jay and, and Tyler from some Kings fans. And I, I think tonight they would have gave it back a little bit. And I'm sure the, the uh, Copper and Blue were very well represented down there. And Hey, also, I just want to give a shout-out to Will Ferrell What a fan. What a real fan. Like for someone of that caliber to like not just sit in a suite the entire game (laughs) and watch and just like be amongst the fans. I think that's cool as shit that he goes out there and he's just like a true Kings fan. I think that's really good.
2: I was getting sick of them, though, by their third goal in the first period. (laughs) But it's not his fault to his own. It's it's, it's the camera men keep showing him over and over again. So I won't blame Will, but I was kind of getting sick of him throughout the first period. You know, yeah, it, it was funny
3: because my my older sister texted me. She's like, "God, I hate Will Ferrell now." Oh, I always said, "No, he's supporting this team. It's all he's doing. He's a good he's a good fan." Quality holds up. Uh, we've got people watching from uh, Perth, Australia, Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Uh, I was told, "Don't forget Stetler," I believe, uh, Vernon, BC. Beautiful
4: Salmon Arm. Oh, uh, Vernon. what a place! I golfed at the uh, the Rise, I believe it's called, a, a few years ago. It was, I think, it was. The first summer of COVID when things started to open up a little bit and we were actually allowed to leave our houses and towns and lovely little place, Vernon. Go Vipers. Vernon Vipers. <laughs> B-C-H-L. B-C-H-L. Yeah. 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 All right. Go go them. Uh
3: Stettler, Warburg, all over the place. <laughs> nice Penner
4: jersey, Liam. Signed Penner jersey. Not okay. game one. It cost me a hundred bucks at a silent auction and nobody else bid. So, so it was a it was a wanted item to say the least. And it probably I went to a, a big
2: cause. win Win-win.
4: Great cause. It went to my my new office. So yeah, great cause there you and go. the money. I know <laughs> you were referring to the money, not me. But <laughs> I have a I have a bad track record with, with autographs. So I'll I'll tell you a little story. So when um I, maybe I've told this one on one of the shows before, but when the oilers used to do their rookie camps at Millennium Place in Sherwood Park, I would go f- whenever. I could, right when they were around and they also announced that Justin Schultz signed in at millennium Place right outside the uh, play play area that yeah, which is quite funny. And so I'm there after the game and this is Neil Yakupov's um, draft year. So this is his first rookie camp and everyone's waiting outside the dressing rooms for him to come out and he comes out and he's with two other players and and I, I get Yakupov's autograph and the two other guys that I didn't, I didn't even consider because I think I, however old I was, I didn't really know who they were. So I was like, whatever. I got the first overall pick. This guy's going to be an absolute legend for this team. The other two players were Jujar Kara and Oscar Clefbom. And I just totally oh, neglected them. Of so I got a, I got a sign nail Yakupov high, my, my parents' basement, but no Oscar or Jujar, unfortunately.
3: I think I've told this story. I watched the Yakupov draft from Vegas in a sports book at the Flamingo, I believe. And I was watching with some Islanders fans and we're fired up. Yakupov's taken. Griffin Reinhardt goes to the Islanders. I'm from Edmonton. Worked you know, production for the Oil Kings. I'm like, you guys got a stud. You guys are going to love this guy. I wonder if they look back and laugh the way I did because both at the time, both both of us, so fired up. Did not work
4: out that way, obviously. Uh, Anyways. I have a Griffin Reinhardt story too. So at the high school I went to is the same high school that the oil kings go to when they're in high school. So Griffin Reinhardt is two years older than me. And so I used to see him at the school every now and then. And one of these days, it was like my early grade 10, early in my grade 10 career. And I was like, I am late for class. So I started running to class. And I turned the corner, and I just basically ran into a brick wall. And I looked up, and it was Griffin Reinhardt that I had just ran directly <laughs> into. And I was like, oh, my goodness. It was massive. But still, life class either way. And Griffin did help me out. So good guy, Griffin.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the nicest guys off the ice. quite yeah. unassuming, am assuming. And uh, at least the OHL, or uh, WHL, an absolute yeah. bully. Uh, we got Stu watching from Seattle, James K, Calgary, uh, Pigeon Lake is R nothing to there but yeah people all over the place was it sal
4: uh go us. that's yes. it yeah
3: <laughs> heard you guys had a good football team is that true
4: uh we it was true we won the cities in my grade 12 <laughs> year my friend nick caught the game winning touchdown on friday night lights which was very epic
3: <laughs> i'm sure he never talks about it either because <laughs> why would you? uh oh man let's get into high school memories okay uh before we uh start to wrap up here i, I was gonna mention that uh you know your m chuck uh, Jay, bag milk down in la obviously watching the games that's an experience powered by ama travel this is your warning on saturday Oilers are going to be back in Los Angeles. Obviously they'll come home play the game on Tuesday. Hopefully take a three, two series lead. But I think you could potentially book a flight through AMA travel, get down there. Maybe you spend the day at Disney and then you go watch some hockey at the end of the, uh, the day, probably not going to get much better than that. So check out AMA travel for that one. Uh, AMA travel utter down scoreboard. Carolina Hurricanes. They take a 3-1 series lead over the New York Islanders with a 5-2 victory. Uh, Taylor Hall had two goals for the Bruins. Uh, you probably want to watch SportsCenter. Highlighted the night material there for Taylor Hall with one of his goals. They beat the Panthers 6-2 and now with a 3-1 series lead. Uh, the All-Stars even out there. Series with the Minnesota Wild winning 3-2. And of course, the Oilers in overtime. 5-4 win. We got a series. It's going to be fun. Uh, the Oilers obviously going to have a emotional high. Probably going to be a fun playing ride home uh, as they come back tonight and get ready. Uh, Cameron, if you're still watching on Facebook, Jessica's got the link there for you, so you can uh, check that out. Uh, we're all coming together, helping each other out here on Oilers Nation after dark. It's a beautiful thing. I'll put my mic back on. Didn't want to clear my throat in your guys' ears. Let's look ahead to the game on Tuesday. What do you think the message is? I mean, obviously if you want, you know, learning material, you watch that first period, you watch the first few minutes of the third period and there's things to correct, but you also did really good in the second period. So, I mean, I, I don't know how it is coaching professional athletes, but Liam, like, what, what do you think the message is here from Jay Woodcroft in the next couple of days?
4: Um, I think you just got to be tighter in the defensive zone. Honestly, like when they were able to like really control the neutral zone, the Oilers essentially controlled the game. So I would say that would be a big thing for me is just try and make sure you're on top of things in in the neutral zone. And it is essentially errors that lead to a lot of Oilers goals, and you're not gonna you're not gonna have a perfect sixty minutes. So it's just a tough thing to come by, and errors will happen. Just hopefully they don't end up in the back of your net. And it, it's interesting too, like. Trying to think of all the goals tonight. Obviously, two of them were on the power play, but most of them kind of came from distance on Carl Pasello. Did they not? Because you had the the Hyman one, which was like yeah. fairly, fairly distance. Kane two, Bouchard, obviously a bit of a slap shot. Uh, dry Sider was close. And then who scored the second one? Uh,
2: dry. It was Boost, Dry, Dry. Kane. Sorry, guys. Heim. Yeah, uh, it was
3: from high uh, from McDavid uh, that quick shot in front of the net, high right. and fast. It was great finish. That was Very when well. the uh, when Drew Doughty kind of went down easy.
4: That was right. I couldn't quite remember the way they went. Those. My friend sent me a text uh, after the second period and just said, I'm exhausted. And that's how I'm feeling right now oh. about this, this whole game. So, yeah, just for me, I think it's about just honestly just getting a ton of shots on him. And I know sometimes they will be a bit of a waste, but the bo- they got to get in there too. I think you got to get around the net. And Corp Salo has been tough to beat. They showed that graphic on Sportsnet before the game where he's like, he's 931 or whatever it was, is an NHL record for the moment. So, <laughs> It's not been easy, but they're, they're finding ways to actually score a decent amount of goals in him per game. It's just about being better defensively. That's the big thing. Uh, QF Pro is
3: going to bed. Everyone, say good night to QF Pro, uh, one of our loyal viewers here on the program. Uh, we'll talk to you on well, San- Tuesday, Sunday night <laughs> games throwing me off. My apologies. Um, what else do we got in here? Uh, someone's being a creep. Uh, brainwashed. Cut it out, man. Uh, oh man. Well, um, I was going to bring something else up here, but it kind of slits my mind. I don't know where I was going to go with it. Um, if we, if I think about it, <laughs> we'll get back to it. I just totally got into the chat and totally lost it. Uh, make sure we hit that like
4: button though. <laughs> yeah, uh, I let's let's, I let's just too. resort oh,
3: back to that one.
4: Um what a weird thing to say
2: (laughs) he's talking hockey now though so yeah bring him
4: back on the rails
3: there you go yeah i mean i I brainwash there's some ladies in the chat but i don't know i don't know this is where you're gonna pick them up maybe change your name Um,
4: yeah i got a question for you guys i shouldn't chirp him too much he's in our chat every day um at what have you guys kind of thought of that Colm? Like he's been, he's been very interesting to me because in the in the regular season, I think we got really used to him being like more offensive, like really playing that like free role, doing what truly he ever whatever he wanted to do out there. And I feel like we just haven't seen that side of him yet. He's been very good defensively, but I don't know what. What have you guys kind of thought of Mr. Matias or Mr. Ekholm? I mean,
3: I'll I'll go quickly. I thought the bar was very high uh, from what we had seen in the regular season. Right. So I I think that that kind of expectations were like, man, this guy does not make a mistake. Uh, He's playing at least 21 minutes a night for this team. He's being heavily counted on. But I kind of think solid, just solid. There's been some. I think a couple of times in his own end and like the Kings are good on the four check and I've, you know, made him make plays. He maybe would, you know, had he had a half a second longer, he wouldn't necessarily make that play. Uh, but I would say solid. I, I think he's one of the guys I think has had a, a pretty good series so far. Gavin, what do you
4: think?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like i like, if I'm giving him a grade, like I probably do like a B B plus he's still eating up 25 minutes a night for. So he's taking those minutes away from guys. Maybe don't want him on the ice for as long. And throughout the series has been a plus two. So like he's obviously not hurting us in any way. And like I just said too, he's still eating up valuable minutes for us. So yeah, I still think he's been solid for us in the playoffs.
3: Mm-hmm. So what I was going to say before I was brainwashed by brainwashed, <laughs> uh, we had Kevin Woodley on the day, the day job with Jason Greger on TSN 1260. He'll be on tomorrow actually with <clears> us, <throat> us uh, the goalie guru. And he had talked about Corpus and the key is, shoot high that's how you beat them don't go along the ice and it 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 came into my mind a couple times here in this series and you know notably the save he made on evander kane Uh, that could have potentially won it in regulation. I mean, the pad was out. It was a fantastic save. He's a great goalie, Uh, but you might be onto something. Shooting from distance rather than getting in tight uh, might benefit the Oilers. Also, someone, I apologize, you can let me know in the YouTube chat had mentioned that Drysaddle was out there for five goals. So, always out there. I mean, he's leading the playoffs in points. He's an absolute beast. He somehow raises his game. And, you know, there's times out there tonight where he just, he took the puck and, it was like, come try to get it. I'm going to slow it down. We're playing my mm-hmm. speed. You know, McDavid's going to speed things up. I'm going to slow it down. Uh, nice to see that he's able to, to control the pace as he does. Uh, Tyler mentions uh, Ekholm is not pronger. He is solid as they come. No worries. Uh, mm-hmm. We asked uh, what's the message for the game going forward here. Game five in Edmonton. Alicia says get the goal, the first goal, and have the regency of the
4: start. My grammar's not so good. Re- re- urgency? Re- re- urgency, <laughs> Regurgency. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <he was. laughs> gotta regurgitate. We gotta regurgitate and that'll, that'll get it. I, uh, I, I was go just going to say, Connor, just to follow up on your dry side of comment. I think I said this on the show too, but dry side of has probably been the best player for about two months now. He has been. That was absolutely- your hot take. Uh, yeah, and like it is it's simmering down a little bit now because he's just been that good. And like McDavid had three assists tonight, so let's not overshadow what he did too. But Drysaddle, like, man, he is scoring just big goals for the team, sending up guys at the right time, like just absolutely electric. You said he was on the ice for every single goal tonight. I think in game two, he was on the ice for all four goals as well, or maybe it was game one where he was on for all three. I can't remember what it was. Like, just seems like every time this guy's on the ice, like something great is happening and he is just he stepped up massively for this team and i mean as expected you're he's the one of the best players in the world so but it's just great to see him like continue his reps and just keep going at what he's doing so well and he's playoff dry and over one and a half points is uh he's paying the bills in the city right now i'm telling you
3: 100 guy mm. is money uh ravina says brainwashed so glad to have you on this chat you're entertaining thanks for being here awesome entertainment we agree we mm. love brainwashed uh we we love all you guys for tuning in i mean it's 11 30 on a sunday and there's over 350 people on the youtube chat alone man i i love this city i love the hockey fans love the passion uh i don't know Yeah, maybe a couple of Canadian markets, but I don't think there's too many places where uh, people are staying up this late to watch three guys talk hockey. So uh, we do appreciate all of you guys hopping on, uh, joining us here tonight. Uh, BC. Hmm. Is this guy Australian? No, BC. He's not Australian. And it's 32 minutes away from Liam's birthday. So one more time, one more time, I want you guys to blow up the chat with the banana emojis. If you're on Facebook... And YouTube, don't say happy birthday. Too many characters. Just hit the banana emoji, and mm. uh, we'll we'll get that going one more t- time. Liam's gonna have hopefully, hopefully a great day tomorrow. Hopefully the guys down at Overs Nation take care of you, Liam. And I mean, do you want cake? Banana bread?
2: <laughs> cheesecake, or
4: Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Okay. Yep. A cheesecake. And, and Liam
2: gets the host uh, Owen every day on yeah. as well it Ooh, is uh, i've gift.
4: i've i do a, i host my own show I, I have my own soccer show called extra time which i i do once a week and i host that one but it's a lot different when you're just looking directly at a camera and you can just pause <laughs> whenever you need to tomorrow is going to be uh i'm excited for it i'm excited to to have the opportunity to host the show tyler and i obviously do it every single day and it's been awesome all season so if you're in the chat tomorrow please ask me a question because I might run out of things to say. (laughs) So, but I'm, I'm ready to go. Sean Bell is going to be around to help me analyze the game. And I think tomorrow, uh, tomorrow should be a good show. We'll see how it goes. When Tyler's not around, there are no rules. So, get ready, people. <laughs>
3: Tyler is a sticker. That's what I hear. Like, I, I'm always nervous that he's watching and he's going to text me, like, don't do that. You know, that's, <laughs> you, you know, that, we had our issues. You know, we, we here on Oilers after, or Oilers Nation after dark, we kind of do what we want here. So, uh, love it. L- lots of people. Uh, Ethan, New Brunswick, shout out to you. It's 229 in the morning there. So, it's already Liam's birthday. A lot of bananas coming in here. <laughs> it's
2: good stuff. Hey, eh, Gavin. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. Love it, man. Good vibes. Big win for the Oilers. We're going to work on Monday. Happy and ready to go. Maybe a little
3: tired, but that is okay. All right. You know, what we haven't done yet. We haven't done our Betway bets. If uh, you want to, you know, throw some money down on Betway. do so responsibly be 19 or older. And uh, hopefully, hopefully you, uh, like we say, just take Leon dry over two and a half you know, and cash in uh, uh, McDavid also over two and a half tonight. Those guys absolutely uh, living up to what we know they do. Quincy's going to bed. Quincy, have a good sleep, man. Uh, talk friend, to you next time uh, and uh, hit that like button on your way out. Uh, I want to get us up to 200 lo- comments on this, uh, Facebook chat. So spam us before you leave, just space, enter, space, enter, space, enter. See if we can get up there. Okay. <laughs> Liam, we'll start with you. Uh, what do you think? Give us one prediction. Well one bet, we bet and one score prediction. Game five, Oilers Kings, Tuesday, 7:30. So pretty much 745.
4: Yeah, maybe 1045. Who really knows? <laughs> Batman time. Um my prediction for a, a bet would be I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find an Evan Bouchard power play point out there. I actually managed to hit this in game two. So I was looking around, I got a plus one sixty-five at the time, and when like Bouchard he scored a good fight. Yeah, uh, that assist on the Hyman goal, I think, right? That was him who passed it. So he does get five on five points, but to get plus 165 on a guy who has got a power play point in all four games so far this series, uh, maybe three or four, whatever it is. I mean, that is lights out for me, and I, I've already said it, but Leon Dryside, over a point and a half, two plus points, however it reads, is absolute lock and load. I put my bank account on that one every single night, but please bet responsibly.
3: <laughs> yeah that might not be well hey maybe it would be responsible quincy lighten up the chat that i mean if people check in later they see that they might think what's going
2: on but we appreciate it uh gavin what do you got for us i think nudge gets going man I, I really really do so i'm gonna go nudge anytime goal score and then for a goal uh for a goal prediction i'm gonna go oilers win four one.
4: Is this my time to host?
1: Oh, yep. <laughs> All
4: right, I will. <laughs> a little host. prep for tomorrow. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> so, what what are we at? Uh, predictions. You just did yours. What did you say, Gavin? Four one. I
2: said four one. Oilers and Nugent to find the back of the net.
4: I mean, Nugent Hopkins has got to get going eventually, but yeah, yeah, man,
2: he's a hundred point guy. I, I'd assume. I, I thought he'd have done it by now, but series is tied two two. No better time than game five, so.
4: I think you'll come up with it. I think you'll come up with it. I mean, anything else, Gavin?
2: Oh, right, then that's good. And that's, like I said, what a way to end the week. What a way to end our time in LA. Everyone's happy. Jay, Big Milk, and Tyler coming home happy. Everyone's loving it. Seriously, tied 2 2. Let's go out and win game five.
4: Yes, sir. If you're in the chat, honestly, Give us, a, give us a like. Subscribe to the channel. You can come watch Oilers Nation every day with me tomorrow. Gavin might even be there. Oilers Nation After Dark is on Wednesday, uh, Tuesday next, obviously. Tuesday. I think it's Coom that will be on the show on, on Tuesday. Yeah. And then game six, we didn't decide yet because we didn't think it would get that far. Maybe it'll be me. Who knows? I am on the show fairly <laughs> often now. But thank you, everybody, for tuning into the show so far. Again, on your way out. Leave a like and then shut the door behind you and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you very much for watching Oilers Nation every day with Connor Halley, who is not here, but thank you from Gavin and I. See you guys tomorrow. See you guys.